0: NHL is likely to be a dream of most young Canadian boys, but what do you do when you're not the best skater? We'll learn how John Scott got that dream and how he made it into the all-star game on this episode of Technically a Conversation. Super friends, welcome to another episode of Technically a Conversation. Here, we like to share an interesting topic with each other, which we've recently learned, and hopefully you'll find it interesting too. I'm one half of your hosts, Isela. Joining me as always is the ever-dependent, Jose. How are you doing?
1: (laughs) I'm great. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing pretty good.
1: When you say dependent, it makes it seem like I have like a substance abuse problem or something.
0: Oh, no. No, no. (laughs) I should clarify. You definitely don't have a substance abuse problem. In fact, I've been meaning to ask you, how everything's going with the uh, nicotine absence in your life?
1: Well, I'm still doing the nicotine pills. The nicotine is not completely absent, but um, I'm going to say it's been maybe like three months since I vaped or something, maybe longer. I haven't really kept track of it. Wow.
0: Well, that's really good, though. Three months is a long time.
1: What about you, Isela? How are you doing with your substance abuse issues?
0: No. <laughs> Let's see, that's how rumors get started. Damn it. (laughs) I have no substance abuse issues. Thank you very much. Uh, I like to abuse water. (laughs) Just kidding. That sounds like I'm very frivolous with water, which I'm not. I'm very responsible with water. (laughs) But um, I've heard a lot of people are doing dry January. Do you know of anybody?
1: Mm, I do not. Mm. I almost thought for a second that, I was doing it, I guess, without knowing it, but no, I had three beers yesterday, so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're doing it by default. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) I'm technically doing dry January and dry February. Yay, me.
1: (laughs) Well, if I see you IRL in January or February, we'll see if we can change that.
0: Oh, geez. Okay. (laughs) See how the peer pressure starts, people. (laughs) Just wanted to let you know. (laughs) All right. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. It's shout out time. (laughs) Here's the list, y'all. The loyal and the royal. The queens. Elena and Erica. The duke. Stephen B. And last but never least, Miss Elba. (laughs) Thank you guys so, so much for sharing our posts. Thank you. Jose, so we're always kicking it off with questions. You know this? Yes, I do. Is it fair to say the only sport you really watch is soccer?
1: That is very fair to say.
0: Excellent, excellent. Well, like soccer, where two teams try to kick a ball in each other's goal area, hockey is the sport that's played on ice very similarly, but instead of a ball, you've got a puck. Are we on the same page so far?
1: <laughs> yes. Somehow, this seems like deja vu. Like I could have sworn that we were going to be talking about this topic
0: because you're like Nostradamus.
1: <laughs> Are we going to be talking? Well, no, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, we, we, can, we can totally talk about our awful technical difficulties we've had today. From the microphone to the software issues. Forget it.
1: <laughs> as long as we talk about Michael Scott today, then I'm happy.
0: Michael Scott, the guy from The Office. That
1: would be cool. Oh, never mind.
0: That's okay. It's close. I believe you're looking for John Scott.
1: Yes, Sir John Scott. That's who I meant.
0: Yes, yes. Don't worry, folks. He doesn't know the whole story. Only the midway point.
1: Only up until the commercial break when we realized that Isala wasn't recording. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's like the worst. I'm so sorry. Uh, that's Okay. I love doing these podcasts twice, so it's totally good.
0: It's, it's giving us a lot of acting, uh, acting chops.
1: Yep, trying to remember which jokes we said. Uh, yeah,
0: exactly how song. we said it. <laughs> so silly. <laughs> because you don't watch hockey, you would never know about this week's topic. And I really wanted to share a kick-ass story of hockey player John Scott. <laughs> he grew up on skates, yet not the greatest skater, but was dying to be in the NHL, which is the National Hockey League. We're going to chat about how he made his dream come true by believing in himself. Also going to chat about how he essentially was cyberbullied, but he switched it up on the hockey fans and made the joke on them while at the same time defying the man by doing something they didn't want him to do. I know this is a lot. What do I mean by all this? Come along on this ride with me, Jose. Are you ready? Again?
1: I've already got my seatbelt on and everything.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you were already locked in. Great.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, d- <laughs> I didn't take off my seatbelt from the last time, so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <That's> so <funny. laughs> if you had to guess, why do you think a lot of people like to watch
1: hockey? Um, just the first thing that came to my mind, but I would say the fights.
0: Yes, excellent. <laughs> the chingasos, the brawls. They're fun to watch because you always know when something's about to happen. Usually, one of the two players just shakes off their gloves in one hard fell swoop in the direction of the ice. That's when you know it's about to go down.
1: <laughs> that's what I do in front of my family, too, when it's about to go down. <laughs>
0: With your cooking gloves. Boom. <laughs> just kidding. Your oven mitts.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I don't think I've ever fought a family member.
0: That's so good. I've heard of a lot of Mexican families that do stuff like that. I don't, hey, y'all do you. I'm just kidding. No, I would
1: That's still on my bucket list, so I'm still waiting to check that one off.
0: <laughs> no, family violence. Very much against that. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm very much against all violence, so.
0: Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> This comes from the podcast Radio Lab, episode Punchline. Look it up if you guys want to hear the whole story. But the story takes place 2015 November. Two people kick the story off. They're essentially hockey journalists. One of them is named Puck Daddy. Come on. That's a great name.
1: Puck Daddy gonna make you jump.
0: Puck Daddy gonna make it or or skate. Yeah.
1: <laughs> or skate in this scenario, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the other his name, uh, I don't think he had a very cool, clever name, but his name is Greg washinsky
1: The Shinsky.
0: The Shinsky. Walla, Lashinsky. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> just, you can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> just a few months away from their having a conversation was about to be the NHL All-Star Hockey Game. And which player doesn't dream of being called up to the big game, which sounds like an ultimate who's who of the game.
1: That's always been my dream, and I've never even watched hockey.
0: (laughs) I'm sure it's been your dream. (laughs) In Major League Baseball, there's also an all-star game, but the difference in hockey is the fans are allowed to vote in one player who would play in the game. Very People's Choice Award type style. Ah, wonderful democracy. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) A normal hockey game is five on five. This all star would be three on three. From what I gathered, it sounded like everyone felt like it would be too slow with few players. It would be boring and essentially be a joke of a
1: game. That's what I thought too.
0: Right. <laughs> you immediately thought, sucky. <laughs> but you know how some people are they just want to stir the pot. Some people give just a little coffee stir, others get in there with a jackhammer and shake shit up. <laughs> <laughs> These hockey players or rather the hockey journalists were of the latter. They start going through this list of the least qualified players to go to this game while they're on the air. And who do they end up voting in? Right? There's like, let's let's get the person who doesn't handle the puck very well, doesn't skate very fast. This is gonna be hilarious, right? Of course. No, actually, no.
1: No, okay. <laughs>
0: That's actually very mean, 2015 hockey fans. (laughs) The person they lucked in on, who's this air quotes lucky winner? Chewbacca. (laughs) John Scott. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) John Scott. Okay, Jose, picture this guy. He's 6'8", 270 pounds. He is a beast of a hockey player.
1: Almost like Chewbacca.
0: Almost. He kind of is, actually.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Does he also have that bandolier around his uh, shoulder or whatever?
0: Yeah, and then he takes it out and he smacks people with it on the head. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> that's what you got to do if you're going to be carrying a bandolier.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that's, that's the name. <laughs> that's cool. Now I'm learning something.
1: I only know because um, Andy Anarco always talks about when he would go to trade shows to cover things like CES, which is what's going on right now in the present when we're, re- when we're recording. He would talk about carrying a bandolier of battery chargers, so that way when his <gasps> cell phone would die he would just oh, plug it in and then when his laptop would die he would plug that in and then his microphone would die his yeah so he had a bandolier of battery chargers
0: that's pretty smart and stylish
1: i'm sure it looked awesome <laughs>
0: yeah. i mean it is two <laughs> steps above a fanny pack right there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so john scott this big beast of a guy is also not exactly the picture of the most agile skater which is why they Started this campaign and got everybody to vote for him. To give you an idea of John Scott's skills, he played about five to eight minutes a game. What in the worldwide sports is going on? How is he in the NHL, you ask?
1: That's a good question, actually. Yeah. <laughs> because I was going to say, even if he's an awful player, if he's good enough to be in the NHL, it's got to be pretty good.
0: Yes, exactly. Right. That's what you would think. But the reason why he was in there was basically to Mike Tyson their asses because he was built like a Zamboni. He's just bulldozing through players.
1: <laughs> so he would slap them with the bandolier and do the... <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. Sorry, I know that was an awful Chewbacca. <laughs> no,
0: that was good. I was like, Chewbacca got hurt. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Let's look at this from John's perspective, though. Growing up in Canada... Hockey is life. John put on his first skates at three years old, and he would skate on the rink that his dad built him. Quick pause for an awe. Good job, dad. (laughs) He was playing in the rink around the clock to the point where he was even sleeping in his hockey gear just so he could get on the ice that much sooner. Honestly, that picture is really sweet. And knowing all of that made me feel bad for him. That he knew he was seen as a joke, even though hockey was his life, his passion, his love. Although John grew up playing hockey, he was always just a big dude, which meant by default he was never the fastest player on the ice. And sadly, John wasn't entirely surprised when all his fellow teammates in um, high school rather, were getting scholarships to play at good schools for hockey like Minnesota, Boston College. His phone was not ringing. John had surrendered to the idea that his life would be just a regular life, as in he would graduate college, get some real job, and his passion, hockey, would just be on the weekends. He met his wife in college, though, so that was a big bonus, both engineering students. Thankfully, he at least had this main love of his life, the support of his life. Engineering? Yeah, <laughs> You cling tight to that engineering every night.
1: <laughs> Instead of sleeping with his hockey gear, he would sleep with his engineering diploma.
0: All right, I'm sure.
1: That's very sweet too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but in regards to hockey, he did get at least one offer from the Houston Aero's minor leagues. But hey, he's playing hockey for a living, right? Yeah. Escort. <laughs> He practiced and practiced at all the things he openly knew he was bad at, skating and passing. Yet, he didn't get his skills up, and he saw that other big guys on the team were getting more playtime than him. They did tell him the secret skill he needed. Do you know what they said to him?
1: I don't, but i th- I feel like we should take a commercial break, and then you can let us know when we return.
0: That's fabulous. (laughs) It's like you read my mind.
1: (laughs) Hey, this is Kate. I'm a forensic psychologist and crisis clinician. And I collect stories. Everything from true crime to trauma to parenthood. There's a lot more in common between depression and sociopathy or between serial killers and podcasters, than you might think, are you sure you really want to know? This is Ignorance Was Bliss at iwbpodcast.com and iwbpodcast on social media.
0: My name is John Lorden, and I've been looking into hundreds of unsolved mysteries over the past five years on my
1: YouTube channel, Lorden Arts. And I've been known to bring a respectful, victim-focused approach to the stories that I cover while donating thousands of dollars directly to those
0: cases and the charities that help them. Now, I'm bringing that approach and sensibility, along with some of the biggest mysteries I've ever looked into and some new ones, to a weekly podcast called Seriously Mysterious. From bizarre occurrences to unsolved murders and unexplainable disappearances Everything is fair game on this show as long as it's Seriously Mysterious. You can find Seriously Mysterious on your favorite podcatchers or by visiting seriouslymysterious.com. Let's look into the mysterious together. And we're back at this hockey game. I'm just kidding. (laughs) How was your break?
1: Good. Hoping that we're still recording.
0: (laughs) I think so. I can double check here. Yes, we are. All systems go. (laughs) Great.
1: Damn, it! now I'm going to need to come up with new jokes because I've already used the other ones twice.
0: You've exhausted them all twice. Yeah. Now we've really perfected how to like land these zingers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think in all defense, the second time that we recorded it was funnier. So I think it came up better.
0: I think this is better for us and for our super friends.
1: Yeah, indeed.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now we're on new territory. Yeah. <laughs> new territory for you. <laughs> what, <laughs> what What? do you think they said the secret skill was?
1: His boxing skills or his chingaso skills.
0: Yes. Look at you. It's like we heard this part too. What the hell? Oh, <laughs> well,
1: we didn't get this far the, the first time.
0: <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. Yes, they absolutely told him to learn to fight. This is basically a defensive tactic. One of those guys talks a lot of shit, the, um, the guys that are the brawlers. They talk a lot of shit to break the concentration of the other team's star player to keep them from scoring.
1: Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy.
0: Lemon squeezy. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and that's actually how he got his... Dream of going into the NHL by being a really good brawler. There's actually a clip of one commentator saying John Scott, and then he pauses. He says John Scott can really punch people. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would want that kind of uh, like comment to be out there, but hey, if it got him in the NHL, more power to him. Right? That's awesome. He's he's living his dream. Why not?
1: Give him that. Let him relish in that.
0: That's, that's right. And he could defend his family if he ever needed to.
1: <laughs> yeah. If he's ever attacked by Wookies,
0: <laughs> Yeah, his Wookiee friends. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that is also how he would get the morale up for the team if others weren't playing their best. <laughs> okay, can you imagine this, Jose? If this could also be a similar rule in other careers. Like if you sold shoes, let's say, for example. And your coworkers weren't really as enthusiastic selling shoes, you would be like, uh, yeah, hold on to your size nine, ma'am. I got to go punch some people over here <laughs> who are waiting for their church shoes or something. <laughs> Isn't that so weird?
1: Yeah, we just grab him by the head and give them a couple of coscorrones.
0: Yeah, <laughs> little nuggies or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so why would he think that he would get to play in the All-Star? Well, he starts to get voted in where... It had this feature that you could see how many people were in like the voting and he started getting like 56 of all the major votes. And then after a while, he was climbing up and climbing up. And this was while he was playing at the Arizona Coyotes, by the way. Well, he basically starts getting the majority of the votes, which means he's gonna be team captain, baby. (laughs) (laughs) But come on, like he has scored one goal in eight games. Let me ask you this. If you were him and you played like that, would you still play in an all-star game if you were John?
1: Hell yeah. Even if it's just for the bragging rights, fuck it.
0: I agree. I think I would still be like, you know what? Fuck it. I still played in one and who cares? (laughs) Like middle fingers to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Now his bosses at Coyotes, at the Arizona Coyotes, were afraid that it would look bad on them, the team, since... Everyone was essentially making fun of him and making him the butt of the joke. Coyote administration even suggested to John to release a statement, basically saying something like, thank you, but no thank you. Uh, Choose someone else on the team who's more deserving.
1: I have too much integrity to play in this uh, all-star game.
0: Well, I think he kind of wanted to, you know, but he was like, other people should probably go. So, I, I mean, I guess it was half true. But at the same time, You know, you know you would want to play. (laughs) Yeah, fuck it. The NHL hated that the fans were making a mockery into this whole thing. The Coyote bosses hated it. Well, John certainly hated it because it was hurting his feelings, his giant 6'8 feelings. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 It's decision time whether he goes to the game or not. He even got a call from one of the heads of the NHL. Here, John admits that he does want to play to this uh, higher up person. And they start asking questions to him like, you really think you can keep up? And at that point, John said he started to take offense, especially when the man asked, what are your kids going to think about how their dad got into this all-star game in this manner? Ooh, that really pissed him off. He kind of gave him a piece of his mind. But then he realized who he was talking to, and he took a breath. He said he was going to sleep on it. He goes to the game, though. He wakes up and he says, hell yeah, I'm fucking in, which is wonderful. Let's go. I'm just kidding. Let's go. (laughs) That was a bad (laughs) joke. (laughs) Two weeks before the game, the GM of the Coyotes pulls him aside and tells him he was traded to Montreal. And if that doesn't sting enough? The GM adds, he's going to the minor leagues. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's the worst. They were like, get your stuff. You'd leave today. Ah, God! I? Like, (laughs) give me some fucking planning time.
1: Get his bandolier of battery chargers, (laughs) slap him upside the head with it, put it over his shoulder and leave.
0: (laughs) Right. He calls his wife, who's nine months pregnant with twins, by the way that's crazy already, (laughs) to tell her that he has to go to Newfoundland that day. This situation is definitely not funny anymore. The joke went way too far and it's now affecting his family. Now, how is he going to play feeling like this? Just completely humiliated. Like a good wife, she built him back up and literally he said, fuck this, let's go. Definitely he's going to the game because he was feeling all wishy-washy for a second everyone's looking for him to fail he starts the game sitting on the bench not even one minute into the game a beautiful pass from the other team and boom his team is down by one john scott gets put into the game right after that right after the puck drops his team gains possession of it
1: so wait there's only three players and he was already on the bench so there were only two people playing
0: they have several people to play But so they always have three people playing.
1: Oh, okay. They just rotate them around? Right, right, right. Okay, got it.
0: So he gets put in the game on this next time. And after the puck drops, his team gains possession of it. They drive it up the ice. The puck is passed to John. And he's between two defenders. And it's a clear shot of the net. He shoots and he missed it. Oh, Oh. no. (laughs) Thankfully, though. The goalie was just out of position, so when the goalie slid back into position, the puck bounced off the goalie and knocked it into the goal. Confidence booster goal! Goal! (laughs) The crowd gave him a standing ovation. Such fair weather fans, bastards. (laughs) (laughs) This allowed him to relax and play with more ease now. He got some great passes, close goals. I mean, doing really well. Later in the game, his team is up by one and there's very little time left on the whole game. The other team shoots, the goalie saves it, phew, and then the goalie sends it straight down center ice to John. And John knew he was going to get it. And that's why he bolted out and was like, throw it to me type of thing, you know, or pass it to me rather. (laughs) And remember, he's such a big dude, he didn't need anyone to defend him. So it boiled down to John with the puck, the goalie, and the net. That's it. That's the only thing that's going on right now at this point. He shoots through the corner, very skilled shot, boom, it goes in. No lucky shot this time, just pure skill, kids. Hell yeah. This is where we cue the violin fanfare, ah, or whatever, <laughs> you know?
1: And he gets the bandolier, and he slaps the goalie with it too, to make an even bigger impression. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That'd be awesome.
1: <laughs> so I'm Michael Scott, bitch. Enjoy yourself.
0: <laughs> and John Scott at the same time.
1: Oh, I'm John Scott, bitch. <laughs> Enjoy yourself.
0: <laughs> right. I remember that. One. That's great. <laughs> After the game, the fans get to vote once again. But this time they're voting for the MVP of the game. The way it works is three players are listed on the Jumbotron who basically hustled in the game. John Scott is not listed on the Jumbotron. So he did not make the list of the three players. Aw, sadness. He was robbed. He was robbed. And this is where I have the clip. So,
1: What ended up happening is that during the voting, thousands of people wrote in their own choice. And when it was announced, The 2016 Honda NHL All-Star MVP scored two goals in the tournament and wins as a right-in candidate, John Scott!
0: There you go. Despite not having his name listed in the three that were suggested for the MVP, everybody still wrote in John Scott, and he became the MVP. Is that pretty great or what?
1: That's awesome. I
0: think it's really, really great. He won. There were standing ovations all around. It was beyond what he could have dreamed. He picked up his kids while he was doing a little like skate of glory around the ice or whatever. (laughs) He picked up his kids in his arms, and he... Really did like this cute little donut thing of like walk or really skating around with them in his arms, holding them like they're the real trophies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And want to guess what his daughter said to him?
1: Daddy, you stink.
0: Yes, because you can see that.
1: Yeah, you're still sharing your (laughs) screen with me. (laughs) I know. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Enough of that, sir.
0: (laughs) You cheater. Yes.
1: Enough Bolsheviks for today.
0: (laughs) But come on, you just won the MVP. You can always count on your kids to keep you humble. Yeah. (laughs) He won a new Honda van just in time for those new twins because the twins were born four days after that All-Star game. Wow. (laughs) He finished the season and he retired. Now enjoys life with his five girls, but the helmet he wore during the game was flown down to Toronto, where it now sits at the Hockey Hall of Fame. Who's laughing now in your mean faces?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So he retired right after that. He didn't go on to play with Montreal or whatever.
0: Mm -mm. It said that he had retired right after he finished that season. At least uh, that's what I understood, so... I don't know. Tell me your thoughts on this amazing, crazy story.
1: (laughs) It's cool. It's like Rudy, but of hockey.
0: It is a very Rudy. I totally agree with that.
1: Yeah, I liked it. I always liked those underdog stories where you feel like uh, this person has no chance in hell and then they prove everybody wrong.
0: Yes, I love those stories too. It was such an uplifting story. There were so many themes going on. Definitely a theme of like against all odds and keep the dream alive and believe in yourself. (laughs) What's funny is I kept thinking of songs uh, the way like I was reading it. I was like, oh, my God, this reminds me of this song. And this reminds me of this song. (laughs) So, for example, when he went against the bosses and decided to play, even though they didn't want him to play. I kept hearing that Rage Against the Machine song where he's like, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. (laughs) Which is awful. (laughs) And then uh, at the end of the story, when, you know, it's like coming down to the wire and he's, you know, on the ice, I kept hearing that, it's the final countdown. me, <laughs> <Be-de-ne-ne-ne. laughs> yeah. <Be-de-ne-ne-ne-ne-ne-ne>. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my crazy mind, y'all.
1: <laughs> and what song did he hear when he slapped the goalie with the bandolier and then did the...
0: Uh- <laughs> All right. It was the, uh, what was it, Prodigy? Slap my bitch up. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's going to remember that song. <laughs> if you don't, it's probably good.
1: I've never heard of it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we could listen to it <laughs> after the recording.
1: <laughs> oh, that's, that's okay. I'm good.
0: That's probably for the
1: best. Thank you,
0: though. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably for the best. Any uh, parting thoughts before we wrap her up?
1: No, not really. It was a great story. I really enjoyed it.
0: Good. I'm glad you liked a hockey story. Wow. Look at that.
1: (laughs) Believe it or not, I love all those sports documentaries, even though I might think the actual sport itself is boring, but I enjoy sports documentaries.
0: That's very interesting.
1: Documentaries of any kind, really.
0: Yeah, I do like documentaries too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, congratulations, lovelies. You've done it again, folks. You've learned along with us a great example of why you should always keep believing in your dream. (laughs) We hope you've been entertained by our chat and invite you to join us again next week. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review, tell a friend, subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. Follow us on all the socials at greetingsTAC, email us at greetingsTAC at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 915 317 66 69 if you have a story to share with us or if you just want to say hello
1: it's the final countdown (laughs) 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 that's
0: all